fuck this script. Can we just do an intro without one? Yeah, fuck it. Roll the track. Welcome back to Authorized Antics. I am Taylor. And I'm Hannah. We're back with your regularly scheduled programming. There's the energy day. Yeah, let's get it. Today is about sex, drugs, and rock and roll. Let's fucking get it. (laughs) All the things Taylor cares about. (laughs) All the things my brain has capacity for right now. Oh, Tay, that's your starter pack. Sex, drugs, and rock and roll. (laughs) Yeah. Tay the other week was like going to make me the starter pack of all my essentials. But that's yours. (laughs) That's yours. Yep. Taylor said it. We are talking about sex. If you are a relative, (laughs) I know Taylor's parents fully listen to every topic. I tell my mom the select ones to listen to, but I think both families should just exit right right now. I think so too. Hannah doesn't know this, but I'm telling a story on this episode that Hannah knows the story, but I haven't told it yet on this (gasps) podcast. Oh my God. I'm so excited. It's a very crazy story and it is probably one of the craziest sex stories I have. So keep listening if you want to hear it, number one. But number two, if you have the same last name as me, or if you don't and are just related to, click off click off now. I've never given you a warning, Weissman family, but you got to go. Yeah, this is, I I don't know how to filter myself. So with this topic, it's just all coming out and I'm just going to give this disclaimer once so we don't have to do it a bunch. We are not sex therapists. We are not doctors. (laughs) We are not experts on fucking anything. (laughs) Right. We are just horny 21-year-old women. (laughs) So if we happen to give advice or share a story, it is not us saying you shouldn't do it. It might ruin your life. It might enhance it. I don't know. That's really not our problem, but (laughs) just... Sorry, I'm feeling feisty, but but I just want to say that so we don't have to keep fucking saying it, and there we go. All right, I want to start with this because it's fresh on my mind because it happened a few hours ago. So I was taking a shower, and I was turning on my music as one does, and I was like, you know what? I want to spice it up, and I was like, what if I play my sex playlist in the shower for just myself and see where it takes me (laughs) and it was a great time it was very relaxing and then I started thinking just about masturbation in general because sometimes after I masturbate if I'm watching porn that time and it's like broad daylight and right after I finish and I like close my laptop sometimes I just feel fucking gross (laughs) like I feel like scum of the earth I feel like I'm doing something wrong or like that everyone knows what I just did and I just feel filthy that happens sometimes. <laughs> so then I was started to think, not all the time, but I feel like a lot of times when you're having sex with someone else, you put in effort, whether that's like putting on music, putting on red lights as everyone our age does. The red light. Yeah, just like creating a vibe. And then I was like, why don't we care that much for masturbating? We owe ourselves that same like 
comfort for me it's like this release of I love doing it when I'm like super fucking anxious and just like Mm -hmm. need to let something out right but I just started thinking like we should be putting in the same effort for just ourselves that is such a good point I've never thought of it like that I feel like sex is a it's a whole ordeal and it's a whole like show Sometimes if you're not, you know, casually having sex with someone you're comfortable with, if it's like a hookup or even like a new relationship, you got to get prepared, ready for it. You want it to be this big spectacular thing. And then masturbation is so intimate where it's just yourself and a toy or your hands or whatever. It kind of is a bit quicker of a show, if you will, than sex itself. And so I don't think there is a lot of emphasis on like, all right, got to get ready for this. Got to shave. Got to put on my cute outfit. Got to get the lights going. It's just like so quick and it's just for yourself. And I feel like romanticizing it is fun. And I'm going to try that. Yes. Oh, I totally forgot about this, but my boyfriend and I were sexting and I was like wearing a specific costume like sending him pictures and stuff but we were sexting so obviously I was getting horny and then I was like well I want to masturbate and I was like why don't I just fucking do it in what I'm wearing right now like once we were done I was like I'm just gonna like keep going and then I was like oh I feel so hot right now and it like felt so much better I'm not saying you have to put on a full production but like a lot of women don't even masturbate at all because they're like scared by it but maybe if you look at it as this more romantic. Yes. No, I agree. (laughs) Also, side note, when you were in the shower, were you masturbating? No, I like thought I was gonna, but I just felt in like a good headspace. Yeah, (laughs) I I love that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I was gonna say, I know I've been in your shower. I know you have a detachable shower head. Have you ever mastered yeah. with that? That was <laughs> just a side note. That was the first thing I've ever masturbated with. Like I think I used that be- like when I was younger before I used like my hands or like a vibrator. Did you know that's what you were doing? When you first used it? No. Realized it kind of halfway through. When you're younger, it's it's hard to figure out what's what and what you're supposed to be doing. So I was like, well, it doesn't count. It's not like me. It's not my hands. But like, no, it does. And it, but it was. Were you like, oh, I'm masturbating right now, or were you like, wait, this feels weird, and like, I don't know why, like, I don't know what I'm doing. Um. Both. So, like, I started kind of being like, oh, this is weird. Like, I don't know what I'm doing or, like, what I should be feeling. But then I was like, okay, yeah, like, I'll accept this and I'll just see where it takes me. Yeah. I feel like I've been masturbating for, like, so long. Right. Like, for, like, the first, like, few years, I, like, didn't, wasn't fully aware, like, this is what I'm doing. I was like, oh, this just, like, feels good. It took me a while when I first started masturbating to have an orgasm. Like I lost my virginity when I was 16. Like I had sex kind of early, but I I don't orgasm from just straight up penetration. Like it's got to be like, uh. like clit stimulated. So I had to like try a bunch of stuff for me to actually orgasm and realize like what it feels like when I'm climaxing and stuff. So I feel like that was also an interesting thing to explore because like you were saying you've done it for years and you didn't really realize I feel like I was doing it for years and not even having an orgasm which was like fine I was like just figuring it out but yeah yeah that kind of like goes into okay so 
we forgot to say this at the beginning, but Taylor and I asked for submissions on our Instagram, authorized antics for all things sex related. (laughs) And the first thing I have written down is what do I do if I've never had an orgasm? And I started thinking, Taylor and I used to have a friend who would always talk to us about how she never had an orgasm. She doesn't even masturbate. Yeah. It's half the issue. We would always say, like, yeah, she wouldn't have one by herself because she wouldn't ever masturbate or with any of her partners. So uh, we kept saying, like, you should masturbate. If you're in that situation, even if you, like, don't know what to do, I suggest this is gonna sound weird if you've never done this but fully sit in front of your full body length mirror and literally if you don't even want to masturbate yet just fucking look at what's going on down there (laughs) and i'm like talking (laughs) to women no yeah just fully look explore if you start touching great but you should know what someone else is going to be looking at because if you don't know how are they gonna know right like if you don't know what feels good for you how is anyone supposed to figure it out right so fucking sit in front of your mirror yeah and i don't know draw a map yeah do something maybe do a side by side of a nice little diagram yeah and yours figure out where things are what nerve endings are where and realize like what feels good when it's touched or licked or kissed or whatever and what doesn't feel good yeah oh my god wait that's such a good point too i like forgot i even did this but i would like i feel like in like the beginning of high school i would always like google like maps of vaginas maps of right fucking dick obviously there's like not much to that but like right i would always look at i would google like cartoon I would literally write like cartoon like drawing of this because then you're not like looking at some random like disgusting thing that you don't want to like stumble upon. Right. And you can just fully look at a diagram and be like, oh, that's what I am. Because I feel like it's assumed that like everyone knows what's going on, but it's like a huge exploration process. It is. I had a friend one time tell me she knows that she's not like bisexual or gay in any way because the vaginas scare her because of how complex they are (laughs) interesting but like I kind of get it because they are very complex and I feel like people who aren't familiar with the female anatomy just don't realize that not everything is the same not that like pieces are placed differently but just like nerve endings might be just like a little off than like what people normally think like where the clit is or whatever like it literally is actually different for yeah women to the thing you said a little bit ago of like you don't orgasm from penetration like a lot of women don't and I feel like that's something that people don't really realize like before I have sex like I want to orgasm during foreplay and then if I also orgasm during sex great but I want to make sure <laughs> that <Right>. like <laughs> I <laughs> am done so because yeah a lot of times I don't orgasm from just penetration I either need like both 
or just on the clit. Right. And that's something that I think all women have to explore because this friend of ours would say it as if like, I'm waiting for the right person to come and give me this orgasm. But like, I don't think women should have that perspective because number one, you can give yourself an orgasm and sometimes that's more fun to do first. Yeah, the right person is you. (laughs) Right. Before someone else does it because what if it's your first time and someone else does it and you're like, what is this? You fully feel like you're going to pee yourself when you fully do Like you don't realize what's happening. Yeah. And then you do it and you're like, oh, okay. So like you don't want that to be done by another person first, I don't think. So get comfortable with yourself. Is there a specific position that is like the best for you in terms of orgasming? Yeah. So I really only like discovered it, I feel like within the past six months. <laughs> this could sound to me like a whore, but from a couple of people I've done this with. And every time, like it doesn't matter how good this person is in bed. Like if I'm in this position with the right, you know, maneuvers, then yeah. I'm there. I really love being like flat on my stomach, like fully flat. My like <laughs> my face just either like bare or like, I don't know, turned or whatever. Hands like above my head, like sometimes pinned if you can, if not, it's fine. Um, Like legs straight, kind of like together, but like the guy is like able to hit it from the back. And little clap on, you know, my back, thanks to my mama, I got a big ass. So it it feels... What a random time to mention your mom, Taylor. (laughs) Sorry, mom. It, It feels good because when a guy is like pounding me from the back, like there's something there and it kind of like shifts yeah. my hips kind of like forward. It really like gets me there when the, the like reach around is happening and like yes. the guy is kind of like under my hip bones, like playing with my clit. If not, like it's kind of okay because the way that it's positioned, like my clit is usually like rubbing on the like bet or like the sheet or like whatever I'm on top of. Oh my God. I was literally going to bring up this position because I feel like no one fucking talks about it. It's actually really underrated. Dude. Okay. So flat on your stomach. Yeah. Head fucking buried in a pillow. Can't fucking breathe. Whatever. (laughs) Why? I love it when like my legs are like fully like close together. That way it's almost as if they're just like slipping it in. Your legs are smushed. So it's just making everything tighter. Yeah. And it just feels so fucking good and then the other thing you said about your clit rubbing on the bed anything like that is also so underrated doesn't always have to be your partner touching you another thing that feels good in that sense is when i'm on top and if your clit rubs against their like lower stomach area you get both sensations and like they're not even fucking doing anything like you're welcome i know and even if it's like a pillow like or something because honestly i've been with like a lot of guys that don't finish me like i don't know they just don't like we're not together we don't know what we like so it's just it makes more sense for the guy to finish it, not me. Whatever. Sometimes I get salty. Sometimes I don't give a fuck because they're not worth it. <laughs> anyway, if you're kind of in that situation, maybe with like a hookup or even like, I mean, I don't feel like you should be in that situation with a partner because they should be pleasing you as much as you're pleasing them. Mm-hmm. But if you're with somebody who has just repeatedly like not try it on yourself, like get yourself in positions, use different things to stimulate your clit. Like do the work yourself, baby. Like you're more than capable if he's mm-hmm. not. Yes, exactly. Oh, th- that's something else I wanted to ask you. Cause I feel like this has probably happened to you. Like have you ever been in a situation where they're like doing something completely wrong and like how do you go about moving their hand or like telling them what you like without 
ruining the vibe. I've been in situations where I'm being like fingered and like it's just like an inch away from my clit and but they're like going hard as if I'm about to finish and I'm not even close because you're just not on my clit and there's no nerve endings right there. So I would, I don't feel like it's worked, but I've, I've tried this. I would kind of like, just as a tip, if this ever happened to you, and I'm going to take my own advice when this happens again, if it does, I would kind of pretend as if you're also like trying to like be a bit more intimate and kind of like rub your fingers against theirs and like kind of play with your clit with them but kind of like kind of maybe get a bit aggressive with it so you're also able to kind of like shift their hands like yours and then when you get it on it be like right there and then you can just let go and maybe they can hopefully take over yeah yeah I just thought of that because it has happened to me before and I I think like when it happened, like, I actually, like, had to stop because it was, like, so rough. It was hurting, but it was, like, (laughs) but if it's in, like, a normal setting where they're just not there. I've been in that situation, and I've, like, fully, like, picked up their hand and moved it. (laughs) Right. But they've been, but their response was, like, what, what? And then I was, like, nothing. And then it just, like, was weird, and I just kind of, like, went with it. But what I've found works is, like, whatever they're doing, even if it's wrong, I feel like, I don't know if like this is great advice, but I feel like people's egos like during these vulnerable moments get damaged really easily. Mm -hmm. So like if someone is doing it wrong, I would just like still continue to like moan and act into it. Me too. But then try and move their hand and then moan even louder to like almost act as if they just figured it out on their own and like pretend as if I was enjoying it the whole time but then they just really nailed it like I don't know (laughs) no that's a really good point and I think sometimes if I don't feel like I have the confidence or the power to do that because sometimes like you're also feeling vulnerable in that situation like oh what are they gonna think of me if I tell them that they're doing it wrong like even if you do it in like a good way, like what if they catch yeah. on? Sometimes I will kind of switch roles and I will like kind of get aggressive. And like, if they are like fingering me, I'll kind of like grab their wrist. I'll look them in the eye and I'll be like, get on your back. It's your turn. And kind of like switch yeah. the Dom sub roles. And then you don't, you know, they don't have a choice to like kind of keep going because it's not feeling good for you. So maybe like take yeah. a break. And then if you kind of, you know, go at it again, then then maybe they'll hit it on the head this time. <laughs> Tay, what are your thoughts on faking orgasms? Uh-oh. <laughs> what? I don't like it, but I can't say that I've never done it, but stay with me on this one. Okay. So everyone I've sex, I've had sex with is a male. They have not been able to tell if I've orgasmed or not. The only person yeah. that could was my ex-boyfriend who I would have constant sex with for a year and a half when we were together. Hookups, they just don't get it. Even if they're really experienced, like a lot of the times they just, they can't tell. And a lot of situations, like, we're usually drunk or whatever. Yeah. But I feel like sometimes when I get into it, like, I might not be orgasming, but I will, like, maybe look like I am and then – or maybe sound like I am and without even realizing it. And then they'll stop and they'll kind of, like, keep doing something else because they think I've – kind of orgasmed and then I realize why they stopped because they think I finished and then I'm like 
in my head, I don't say this out loud. I'm like, wait, I didn't mean to fake that, but I kind of just did. Maybe sometimes I was almost there or wasn't, but like I never purposely faked it. But I feel like sometimes guys can't even tell if you are or not because sometimes they're just stupid. But I don't think faking it helps anything. Yeah, I definitely faked it with like a person I only slept with once. Right. Because I like just wanted it to end. Right. I was like, there's no point in like making him feel super shitty. So I'm just going to fake it and just going to be over. And like, that's the end of it. But I feel like if you're in a relationship or like with someone consistently, like you should not fake it. But also, I also have a few times when the sex was really good and like I was enjoying it, but I just kind of knew like, oh, I just don't think I'm going to finish this time. So... I'm just going to fake it because all the other times it's good and like there's no point to hurting their feelings this time when I know it'll be good again. So I want to talk about a submission I got because it's a pretty like nice general one. This person talked about keeping things interesting and trying everything when it comes to sex and they really went into like being open with what you want even if you don't like something kind of what we were just saying like tell the person or show them a different way to do it because they don't know what they don't know and I think Mm -hmm. that is easier said than done with a partner that you're more comfortable with and have had sex with them for like a longer period of time. So I think that is kind of where this person was like heading with that advice but I think it's so true because if you just don't like something in the relationship and like the sex, but it keeps happening, like you got to be communicative because if you don't verbally say what you're feeling or what you're not feeling, like the other person is not going to know. Because like we just said, like people fake orgasms, guys fake it sometimes. Like you don't know what actually feels good for the other person until you tell them and vice versa. Is that person saying like they want to try everything and they're not sure if their partner does? I think they're saying like if you're in a situation where you want to try something or you want to like go further with something, say it. Like don't be afraid to say it because like sex is a really important part of a relationship and if it's not what you want, you got to be communicative. Yeah, I feel like we've tried to not do this anymore, but sometimes it still happens if like the idea or like the fantasy is like way out there my boyfriend and I will like say things that we want to do sexually like as a joke but it's gotten to the point where we're like on the same page so one of us will say it as a joke and then we'll be like okay like one of us is like oh really and then we like end up trying it but I feel like that's something you can do like especially if you're at the beginning part of a relationship like just open up that conversation about sex in general if it makes you feel uncomfortable kind of try like joking about it and then see how they respond to it but also like if you have like specific kinks that you know are gonna like do it for you and your partner is not down I don't know if that relationship is gonna last yeah I I think we talked about this on another episode 
where like I know people say looks don't matter as much as personality, but yeah. they do. And half of sex is about like the physical physique of someone's body and being attracted to it, as well as what they can do with the, that body. That is mm-hmm. sex. It's internal, but a lot of, of it is external. If you are not able to like accept what the other person wants to do or vice versa, you just might not align because if it's yeah as important of an element in a relationship as like I personally think of it is to you, like some people just don't care. Like they don't care about living their lives without having good sex. That's fine. Live your live your life. Ugh. But right, right. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how far you're gonna get, but like <laughs> good luck. But it's important. And like you said, you just might not be right for each other if you can't be open to things. If you try something and you don't like it, fine. But be sure to communicate that. Honestly, yeah. Like, that goes both ways. I know I just said, like, ugh, to, like, having bad sex. Because I'm just thinking of it from the perspective of, like, someone who wants to be, like, really wild or just really adventurous and try a bunch of things and their partner's, like, vanilla and doesn't want to. Yeah. Also, it kind of goes the other way. Like, maybe you do enjoy doing missionary every other fucking Wednesday and that's (laughs) good enough for you. If you enjoy that, then maybe you shouldn't be with someone who wants to try all these other things. Like, it goes both ways. Yeah, you can, like, try certain things to, like, make each other happy but overall like long term if you don't mesh well sexually or like aren't on the same page Mm -hmm. like it's just not gonna work (laughs) right and we're not saying like have these conversations on the first date but as you're dating somebody and possibly growing something with them in the bedroom if you're like having sex like early on take baby steps to trying new things maybe you don't have to communicate it but I don't know start with like something light like choking see if they like it if they do like go a bit for also body language like you can tell maybe if you're not so comfortable with someone yet to kind of verbally mention like yeah I don't like this or yeah I don't like try to be attentive to like facial expressions and body language and kind of get a feel for that too Oh, that's something I want to say too. If you have like something that you want to try that's like super out there, you should talk about that before you just go and try it. Like, especially if this person is new to you, you should be like, hey, is this okay? Yeah, a light choke, like with your hand like on their neck, fine. But if you're like pressing down and like hurting their windpipe right probably check in beforehand and like ask if they're into it because maybe they're really not right and I think you mentioned earlier about maybe taking the approach of like joking about a kink and seeing Mm -hmm. if the other is receptive to it if you feel like maybe that hasn't worked in the past I'm also thinking if you approach somebody with like something that you want to try and maybe they're hesitant I think you should like maybe try to come in with like a plan B of maybe like something a step below that that they could be maybe more welcome to I also just wanted to like throw that in because I think that could be helpful yes and I also (laughs) I also we just keep adding on but yes I I also wanted to say because I don't know if this was on an episode or just like us talking in real life but (laughs) we always Tay and I always are on the team of like sex on the first date or the first meet like is a win and like you should just go for it because that goes along with what we're saying like if you don't sexually click like in my mind I'm like okay if you don't sexually click might as well just figure it out sooner rather than later instead of like actually developing feelings for them romantically and then figuring out oh we just don't go together sexually and then 
it hurting your feelings. Like you might as well see if you connect in that way. Right. Definitely. So I have someone else who submitted, I think like two stories that are pretty funny. So these are more of like a story time rather than like a advice or tip thing. And it sent me. And it's actually kind of related to a story that you previously talked about in an episode. Oh God. So my friend tells me this story of her back in high school having sex with her boyfriend. And I believe it's the current boyfriend that she has. So they were having sex with her boyfriend and their mom walks in with a tray of cookies, sets the cookies down on the bedside table and just pretends that she didn't see. And like, that's one thing, like if you get interrupted, but like number one, they were in high school, like they're young and that's embarrassing. And number two, the mom just fully pretended that she did not see what she saw. So I guess two weeks later, this mom like bought him a condom and was just like, just in case, like, cause he was like, what is this for? And she was like, just like for you to be safe. And like, (laughs) he was like, I'm safe, but it was fully because she walked in on them weeks prior, but just uh, needed to like probably probably process it and then like readdress it like a few weeks after the fact. This is like the cherry on top of the fucking cake. So my friend um, was a cheerleader in high school and she was asking me if I did this with my varsity cheer team and I said no, but basically um, it's kind of part of like the senior week where the underclassmen perform like skits for the seniors that are revolved around that senior. So maybe it's like a reenactment of something or like like an embarrassing story. And so the underclassmen had to choose specifically like that senior's most embarrassing story. And it was this. And they reenacted it in front of the entire varsity cheer team. Oh my God. <laughs> Wait, that literally is my like my story. That was in the fucking like third episode. Right. Like- but yeah, that just sent me because it's one thing to have someone look into it. But then it's another thing for like your entire friend group sports yeah. team to fully reenact it. Dude, in those moments, you just feel like you want to fucking die. Right. (laughs) It's so rough. That reminded me in high school, my sister had her boyfriend over and they were like in the, in a back room of like our basement and it was dark and I was asking them what they wanted for dinner. Mm -hmm. And I like went over to talk to them and I was like 10 feet away from them. And Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure she was sucking his dick because she was like on top of him, semi under a blanket. And he was like laying down looking a little too happy. And I was just like, okay, zucchini or asparagus guys. (laughs) She's probably has like calm in her mouth. So that's great. Yep. That's happened to my sister as well. But this friend had another story. So I think she said this was freshman year of college. And I think it was the same boyfriend. She was having sex with her boyfriend, but started to like bleed vaginally, really like not sure why. And then she threw up. <laughs> like, Holy I, don't, fuck. <laughs> I don't know if it was mid sex or she just needed to like run to the bathroom and throw up. Oh. She didn't explain to me what actually was the scenario and what happened to her to make all that happen, but her roommate was, like, literally in the room next door and heard her throwing up with just, like, I think she was, like, mid-sex, so she probably had, like, a robe on her, a towel on, wrapped around her, and her roommate was, like, are you okay? And she fully had to tell her roommate that she just had food poisoning. I don't know why she ended up throwing up. I don't know. I didn't get that part of the story. And I really like, I know. I don't even know if she knows why. Like, I don't, I don't know. Wait, what'd the guy do? How do you respond? 
I don't know. Well, we need the follow-up. Wait, <laughs> I know. <laughs> like for um, part two. <laughs> hey, have you ever been having sex and you were on your period, but you didn't know? I was at the end of my period and forgot that I was at the end of my period and like blood was kind of present. That was kind of it. Have you? Only like my, my boyfriend and I honestly enjoy it. I don't right. know. Unpopular opinion. But okay, I totally forgot that this happened because this feels like a fucking dream to me. Oh God. Do you recall over the summer? This is so bad. This is not advice. No one do this. It was over the summer and you guys should know the shenanigans we were on during the summertime. But I wanted to have sex with this guy and I'm not on birth control. And I was on my period and I took <gasps> I took Taylor's birth control because we thought that was a great idea and that that would stop me from bleeding. Please. Why would we do that? Holy fuck. I'm pretty sure I like swallowed it back with like Tito's. And you, I was like, you were like pre-gaming. You were like, wait, I want to hook up with this guy this weekend, but I'm on my period. I was like, what's the worst that could fucking happen? Take one of my pills. It did not work. Like you did not stop. I still, had, I still had sex with him. Good for you. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, like, I don't know if I stopped. I think I was still bleeding. Who knows? I don't know if you're out there. Know. If you're out there, let me know if I bled on you. <laughs> kind of switching gears here, but what kind of porn do you watch? I feel like I watch all kinds. Slash, would you ever watch porn with a partner? Yes, I'd watch porn with a partner. I never have, but I will. But I literally watch all kinds of porn. I really just depends on what I'm in. When I was like first getting into porn, I was like straight lesbian. That was just my favorite. Mm -hmm. Didn't know why, didn't care. Taylor, why are we psycho? This just reminded me of this too. I don't know if you remember this. I just pulled this memory out of my ass. But one time we were at our friend's house with a few of our friends before we went out to the bars and we were playing beer pong. And like, I don't know why this came up, but I just remember you and then I joined in but you being like so vocal and excited to share with the group that you and I watch like girl on girl porn <laughs> I said that to the group yeah do you remember this no. because I think we were talking about that friend who doesn't have oh, orgasms yeah. and then the conversation went there and you were like Hannah and I do we watch girl on girl porn what about it and like you were just so elated to like share it's definitely blackout trying to be pick the me thing girl is, I don't think you I were watch <laughs> I think oh. you were like almost sober yeah I actually wouldn't be surprised so I feel like I started with that a lot and then I got through a phase of like wild sex with like toys like equipment like all that kind of crazy shit then I would specifically just I'm getting really vulgar here then I would just specifically look up clips of like girls squirting because that's my dream mm. want to be able to do it cannot oh you <laughs> looked it up because you want to do it yeah because I was like <laughs> this tutorial? is so this is so hot not like a tutorial but just like <laughs> Yeah. What if I watch it and then do it? Like, yeah. would watching it make me do it? Yeah. I was unsuccessful. Then, was updated. <laughs> then I would, I don't know, sometimes, this is embarrassing. Sometimes if I'm like in my feels about a person, but like I'm sexually attracted to them, obviously, because who would want to be emotionally attracted to a person and not sexually? Anyway, um, I would, wa I would look up like passionate, like couple porn. 
which is I like, like kind of fun. I've never done that, but love it. Um, I would like just look up like people masturbating, like men and women. Do you watch porn? Because you're like, oh, I want to do that. I mean, obviously with the scorning, but like with someone else, are you like, oh, I'm going to watch this specific porn because I want to do this thing? Or like, is it just a fantasy that you would never go there with? I think it's somewhere in the middle of that question. I think it's a fantasy that I would go there with but usually like I've only have had one boyfriend like the sex that I have is a lot of like hookups so it's not anything that I've been able to like explore with someone that I've had like a long-term not even relationship with but like sex relationship with where I'm like you know constantly with that person that I could try new stuff so it's a little bit of both it's kind of like I would try it and it's my fantasy but also like I'm not trying it at the moment and I'm not like watching it the night before I know I'm gonna have sex with someone to see if I could try it so yeah, because I have found myself, you know, just stumbled upon. I was about to say, now you need to give us your answers. Lately, I do strictly audio. Fun? I, like, love doing that, but then sometimes it gets really, like, degrading. Mm. <laughs> like, you know, like, do this, you fucking slut. Yeah. And I'm like, do I want to be called that in real life? <laughs> I don't think so. Right. That might make me cry. But... <laughs> But, like, when I'm listening to it, I'm, like, into it because I'm, like, by myself. I'm, like, oh, this won't actually happen. And then also, like, I like watching situations that are just, like, super wrong. Like, like watching situations where it's, like, girl fucks dad's best friend. Like, (laughs) no, literally. No, I love that. Because it's, like, oh, that's not supposed to happen. But it's, like, I don't actually want to do that. Right. It's just, like, the idea. Yeah, but then also sometimes, and, like, let me know if you do this or, like, I hope someone out there does this too because this happened to me literally yesterday because I was <laughs> flying home, so I was on a plane. And sometimes I just get these thoughts. What is it? Like, if you've ever taken any psychology class, you know what I'm about to say. But, like, what is it? Like, the id, the ego, and the superego? Oh, What's the, okay. like, wild one? the id maybe i don't okay it was like what i'm I'm saying is there's this part of your brain and it's mostly weird sexual things where you're like oh that was fucking weird i feel like i have thoughts like that so much and it's not like i actually want to do them but they come into my mind all the time like i was on the airplane yesterday and this guy in front of me was like disgusting looking but he was moving his hand and it looked like he was jacking off. I think he was just like adjusting something. Right. Right. But it looked like he was doing that like aggressively. So I was just kind of like started staring at the back of him. And I was like, what if I just like jumped over the seat and like sat on top of him? Like, I just have thoughts like that. It's like Like, intrusive thoughts, but for sex. (laughs) Yeah. I have thoughts like that, like a lot where I'm like, what if I just bent over this railing and, like, my professor fucked me? Like, I don't know what happened in my childhood, but, like, I, like, have thoughts like that, and it kind of, like, related to porn because it's, like, these insane scenarios that for a few seconds I'm like, hell yeah, and then I'm like, what, Hannah? (laughs) Does that happen to you? Um, it doesn't happen to me with sex, but intrusive thoughts happen, yes, like, every day, where I'm just, like, I don't know, maybe, like, stick this pencil under your nail and see what happens but then like don't do it because like I wouldn't want to do that it's like that yeah. sort of intrusive thought happens. I mean yeah I have bad intrusive thoughts right too, <laughs> driving and I'm like should I just 
Shoots to the other lane and crashed. <laughs> yeah, literally. She just fucking ram the scissors into my brain. Like, yeah, I have those too. Right. Like, that tree looks nice like, to run into. Yeah, it's like, okay, I don't actually want to end up in a tree. I also don't go on the guy's lap. Okay. Right. I'm just fuck on the airplane. Right. No, that doesn't happen to me, but that is kind of hot. Hopefully, someone is listening. Like, yeah, me too. Oh, no. I'm sure people do. This is kind of a side note, but specifically, I don't know what it is. I get horny at the worst times. Like my mind starts running at the most inappropriate moments there could possibly imagine. Specifically this semester, I have an ecology class on Wednesdays at 12. I've I'm so horny during the entire <laughs> class. It's not the professor. It's not anybody in my class who I think is like sexy or like turns it like I just get obliterately horny. Yeah. No, that's and, what I'm saying. And I immediately have to run home and masturbate because I can't handle it. Like oh. I don't know why. I feel like men listening to this are probably just like flabbergasted. Like, <laughs> we get horny like this, but that happens to me too where if I'm like so horny, I cannot think about anything else. No, literally. <laughs> I am like satisfied. Like, especially, like, I feel so bad for my boyfriend because I feel like he like has caught on by this point. But like, if we're at like a nice dinner. I don't know. And if I'm horny, like, he could be telling me about his day at work. Like, I don't fucking <laughs> care. I black out. I'm not listening. I'm, I, I, I want to have this meaningful chat with you, but I can't until until you orgasm. Literally, yeah. Literally, that happened. Then my professor has like asked me a question one time, and I've had to like literally snap out of this episode I'm having and take a breath and like ask her, like, what did you say? Because I can't focus. It's I like know. that scene with fucking the one Gallagher from Shameless. He was literally like, I literally think about sex seventy thousand times a day. Oh yeah. I literally thought. Like when I was younger, that it was just like men that had those thoughts, but no, literally me all the time. Literally, literally. So the last submission I have uh, is a good one because he gave me a good little anecdote, but also some questions for us. So he said he wanted to save himself until marriage, but once he got his first vibrator, like for his penis, he quote, literally cannot wait to get his ass pounded because <laughs> he's gay. So he is a bottom. Really? <laughs> I was dead. And then he asked us some questions for both of us to answer. And so the first one he had asked us was what is our favorite sex toy? And I kind of feel a bit embarrassed about my answer because I haven't really explored with sex toys. Like I know what I would like, like in my head, but like I said, I don't really have anyone to explore them with. So I mean, besides myself, but like, what am I going to do? Like vibrator and anal beads? Like nothing else can really work for me. I have such an unpopular opinion right now and you're going to hate me. Okay. I don't think I like vibrators. (laughs) Okay. I knew that you either like didn't own one or like if you no, do, do, you don't use it. I I normally like, well, I don't by myself. But- I have before, but I don't anymore. I sometimes do with my boyfriend, but it honestly does nothing for me. Nothing. Really? Yeah. And I think it like, I think it could, like, I think the overall feeling could, but I think it goes like, deeper than that of like, I just like someone else doing it to me like I like the effort that they have to put in (laughs) they gotta work like I don't want them just like holding something up it feels disconnected to me I 
have never tried it where somebody else is using a vibrator on me. So that could also maybe skew my only opinions of it. But I kind of envy that because I feel like masturbating with just my hands, number one, takes me longer than a vibrator, which is fine. But sometimes I don't have the time when I'm coming back from my ecology class and need to wank one out before my chiropractor appointment. (laughs) Wank? Not wank. (laughs) I feel like that word is nastier than like- That is so- That is disgusting. I feel like my grandfather uses that word. Oh no, not the grandfather. I mean, that's just a fucking gross word. No, but yeah, like when he's just like holding it there, I'm like, yeah, that's not. Even if I could like orgasm from that, it's like, congrats, like you did nothing. Like, (laughs) like, I don't know, I'm a bitch, but like, that's just what sense. I I don't know. I just you're like I could have fucking done this, right? It's like, why are you here? I don't know. Well, I don't like it. So whenever people ask these questions, I feel like on every podcast, I'm like, I don't know what my favorite is, but I know what I don't like. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I guess not that. And like, I've said this on another podcast before. Like, I don't, I feel like I don't use toys. I just use like things. Inanimate objects. (laughs) No, (laughs) no. Like I'm talking about like when I'm having sex with my boyfriend, like ropes and like handcuffs, like those aren't toys. Like, I don't know. Oh, I've like accessories. I've tried butt plugs, but like, don't like love that either. Like I'd rather Mm. just have a thumb in my ass. Like, I don't know. (laughs) Like, I don't know. What am I saying? But like, that that makes sense. Yeah, I'm just like needy, but it's like, can you no, do think- it? Like, I don't want you to just do something and then your job is done and you just watch me. I think there's something that kind of like disconnects the two people when toys are involved. Maybe like orgasms can be heightened, but less physical touch. And I think for me, that's yeah. what a lot of sex is about. And then it also feels like I'm required to like put on this production because they're not doing anything. So then it's like, okay, all eyes are on me to like feel good from this other thing. And like, yeah, if yeah. I'm not, I don't know. It's like, like, I'm not just here to like give you a show. Like, can you Right. I give myself a show and I masturbate. Like you're here to help <laughs> to me with me, that. Bitch. Right. Fuck. <laughs> no, you know, you're literally not wrong. I don't think you're asking for too much or being like obnoxious and overly excessive like like sex happens between like two or more people because the other person like it's something it feels different when it's somebody else and so if okay if you're being penetrated vaginally with like the penis like and then something else is it's just a toys in your ass it's kind of different because I love personally this is so this is so good to me um the thumb and the ass but then, like, if they're playing, if, like, their other two fingers or even just, like, one finger is in your vagina, but you can, like, feel them, like, rubbing, like, yes. eat their fingers. In- Bro, God. Yes. Out of this world. Yes. Out of this world. Yes. Any Anytime you're doing two things at once, your body just, like, like, fucking freaks out. Like, you just have, like, a spasm attack. When someone's eating you out and then also fingering you. Mm-hmm. I know I've talked about this before because it's just my favorite but like being bent over so yeah you're like penetrated and then also they're reaching around like yeah so fucking good because my brain doesn't have time to think about put in the work man put in the fucking work <laughs> because you- then it'll it'll pay off is the thing like it's gonna feel good literally because like you were what you were saying like your boyfriend like he gets 
even more turned on when he sees you turned on. I feel like that's the general consensus for people. So like, where's the job getting like, come on, put in the work. (laughs) Oh, you know what I love lately? I don't know why we're just like talking about positions, but because this is just something I've done like recently and I like didn't really know this existed like this and I, I don't know maybe everyone else does <laughs> when like okay so I'm I was laying down like flat on the bed like on my back laying down and he was over me on his knees with his dick just like right in my face because mm-hmm. I feel like that's so like normal for girls to like sit on a guy's face yeah but like he was just like right in front of me how it originally happened which I loved because it was like spontaneous like I wasn't expecting to do this position but he was actually like tying me up like with rope on the bed frame so he was like just trying to do that like he was just trying to like tie my wrist to the bed post but then like as he was doing that like his dick just happened to be in my face so like what do you fucking do when a dick's there you suck it so I was just like okay and so I just like started doing it and it was so good and now I like love doing that because it's all and he would always say this and I would always be like fucking weird but he would always (laughs) just be like it's all just right there that's how I feel now it's so good it is so good because when you're riding a guy's face whether you're like 69ing or like if you're just like literally like spread across his fucking face you have both like your vagina and your ass but then like your tits aren't too far of a reach for them it literally is all in your face (laughs) so this one episode I told this guy my this kink of mine and I have yet to have it done but I love the idea of being skull fucked I love riding somebody but I've never really been like skull fucked so I heard Alex Cooper talk about this on like an episode like way the fuck back where she was like on her back but dangled over the edge of her bed so like her head was like back over the bed and her boyfriend was like on top of her like facing not like straddling but just like facing her like standing and she's like upside down and he's skull fucking her and I also love balls I know some people don't I personally do balls dangling like in your face you can't even see because they're right there but the kicker is that he's like fingering her and like playing with her clit the whole time and that is just so fucking hot to me so if skull fucking is your new thing try it and let me know how it is because I hey taylor up this is always her promo for (laughs) (laughs) new fuck buddies oh that's a good uh, let's yeah let's just talk about balls for a hot (laughs) like i I used to the balls I love a good ball in my mouth, but no, but I used to like literally pretend they didn't exist and like just be so afraid of them because Mm -hmm. I'd be like, oh, I don't know what to do with them because there's this whole thing of like, I think that's how guys feel about the clit. Okay. Well, that's embarrassing because that's like the one (laughs) thing they have to do. Right. Like balls are like a, like a little bonus, but they're a good bonus. But I think people do avoid them because especially like when you're in fucking middle school and high school, I feel like guys, there's this whole thing of like, oh, they're sensitive and like oh my god when you get kicked there it's worse than childbirth and like yeah like sweaty balls out of the way (laughs) whatever it's just like this whole thing of like they're precious balls and like (laughs) like i don't know you don't you're scared they're they're gonna pop (laughs) i don't know for a long time i was like whatever i'm just gonna pretend (laughs) they don't exist (laughs) sorry that was so funny (laughs) but 
I feel like that's something, especially if you're comfortable with someone, like, while you're down there, like, and if you're really into the blowjob, it's just, like, fucking wet and whatever, even if, like, you don't do something super great with the balls, like, at least touch them, and if everything's, like, wet and you're, like, you're there, at least, like, cup them, you know, like, right, they don't need to come into the mix, like, right, right, you don't have to be, like, Taylor and swallow them, but, like, right, I, even if you're a little too afraid to touch them, say, I'm going to give you a tip that I didn't even mean to do. I was kind of like laying flat, like in front of a guy's penis, giving him a blowjob, but my tits were pushed up against his balls. So it's almost like his balls were kind of like perked up on my tits and I don't have boobs. So like this can work for anybody. And so like, that was kind of nice. Cause then you kind of get like the nipple stimulation with the balls, but yet you're still exploring with them a little bit. It's, it's, it's really like your boyfriend said in your face, but like, there's all right there (laughs) all right there but there's ways to get there you know oh I love that I feel like that's like the moral of what we're talking about this whole time because we were talking about like the clit when it's just up against the bed or like up against the guy's stomach like when stuff happens almost on accident like that it's so good like when random stuff touches other stuff like Uh like who would expect like his balls to be on your nipples like that's so like right if you could fit combo like if you could fit like a ball in my asshole like I would love that but like (laughs) I don't know what humanity is ever gonna get to that point really hope that is our new IGTV (laughs) I hope it starts like that and then that's it if a ball or two could physically go in my asshole that should be on your dating profile so the <laughs> next question i think we forgot we were answering questions which okay, kind of maybe yeah. goes along with this is what is our limit in bed is our limit <laughs> <laughs> is there a limit fuck a uh, limit does not exist <laughs> literally wait what is something that you like could not see yourself doing like I don't know, like a knife against your neck as you're being fucked. Like oh. something like, so think of it in that context, not just that, but like maybe no, I like know. that I was far. Gonna, uh, yeah. I was going to say like, oh, physical pain, but like, that's just a straight up lie because like, I think we've talked about this before, like tattoos, like I like getting tattoos literally could care less less what it look, is what they look like right <laughs> but, like I love the pain like yep. I I love feeling that pain and like not every time in sex but it's kind of the same thing like choking being tied up whatever like a slight could makes me feel alive and like that's a feeling I don't have often because I'm depressed but so, right. like, <laughs> like when I can feel it I like it so yeah, here's I'm- a new kink getting a tattoo as you're getting railed oh my god oh maybe that is a new <gasps> that's hot tattoo shop porn didn't your boyfriend <laughs> just get a tattoo gun? <laughs> i know i was literally about to say like this could actually <laughs> happen for me so oh, stay, I know, tuned. <laughs> stay tuned please bless everyone with this story so hannah's heard this the podcast world has not This is probably one of the craziest sex-related things I've ever done and something I probably won't do again, which is why it relates to what's my limit in bed. So first off, my limit in bed is probably any sort of human, like, waste other than, like, semen and, like, gum. So, like, vomit, pee, poop. Like, 
I can't go there. And I know for some people, like they can, like golden shower, beautiful. Love that for you. For me, I don't think I can get there. Here's why. (laughs) So I matched with a guy on Tinder when I had it and he was from, where was he from? Costa Rica. Costa Rica. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I know this story like the back of my head. (laughs) You do. I was like, wait, where is he? (laughs) You immediately knew. He's from Costa Rica. He was visiting New York City. His brother lived in like Queens. So, you know, he had his travel mode on and that's how he matched. And he was telling me, he's like, I'm not really here for a while. I was like, okay, what if we tried to like meet up and hang out? He was like, sure. And this was in like September, probably. I couldn't have visitors. I still can't. He was with his brother in Queens. I wasn't going all the way to Queens and he wasn't going to have any sort of like free time to hang out. So we were like, okay, let's just like meet up and hang out. And I like fully thought we were just like meeting up, hanging out, taking a stroll. And then maybe I think there was something mentioned like if his brother's place was open later in the afternoon or the evening, then we'll go. I meet him in Central Park, like around people. Um, He's like normal, super nice, really hot, like kind of barely speaks English. So that's even hotter. Um, And we're just kind of like walking in Central Park. And I don't go to Central Park often, but we were kind of like discovering these little like hidden kind of like nooks and like kind of hideaways in the park, which is super cool. And so we kind of stopped in one and we were making out. And we were just like making out for a while. We were both getting like really horny. He was kind of fingering me and I was kind of like feeling him up. And we were like, okay, like, yeah, we're kind of hidden away. But like, I feel like if we were to do anything, like we need to go into the depths of like some sort of area. And he is like not from the city. And like, I, again, like don't really explore much above, I don't know, 30th street. Mm -hmm. So I was like, I don't know where to go. So we were just kind of like walking, navigating, and we ended up kind of like going off this trail, but like down this hill, kind of like before you got to any of the water in Central Park, but it was still very far from the water. So like we were low to the ground where like nobody could see us. And we start making out and I start sucking his dick. Now, Prior to this all happening, we would sext like on Tinder and we would ask like, what's our fantasies and stuff. And I actually told him like the upside down, like skull fucking clip, fingering, whatever thing. And then he told me his like wildest fantasy. And it was to have a girl throw up on his dick as she's giving him a blowjob. I was like, oh, fuck. Like, and he was like, have you ever done that? I was like, not on purpose. (laughs) Like, (laughs) definitely when I was like a bit inexperienced, I would like choke on a dick. Like it just happens. But sometimes it's hot. Like if you're kind of doing it on purpose, like a little choking on a dick's hot. So we are fully in this park. I'm giving him a blowjob and it's like getting really sloppy, really wet, really great. He's like, do you remember like what I told you, my fantasy? And I was like, yeah. He's like, would you want to try it? And I was like, yeah, (laughs) why not? Like I've literally, I've never tried this. I've already- You know, you had this convo in between. I thought you just full on went for it. Not really like, it was just like warning, like, can I like do this to you? Because like- that's good. Right, yeah. It wasn't (laughs) just like- 
here it comes. Yeah. Um, so I was like, all right, here I am in, it was like hot as balls out. It was like 80 degrees in Central Park, feeling like a whore. I'm meeting up with a Tinder guy, already giving him a blowjob in Central Park. What else could go wrong? What else could I do that could possibly make this fucking story any more whore-ish than it can already get? Might as well just commit. Right as well, exactly, just commit. So I did. I committed. And I fully got to a point where I like couldn't breathe because I feel like at first I was trying to fight it, but then you just, you can't. Like if you're like, like when you're like pulling trig, like your gag reflex is like, you know, activate and like you just throw up. So I fully and like literally like threw up a little bit, but I kind of pulled away and like threw up off to the side. And he was like, no, like, can you like keep my dick in your mouth while you do it? And I was like, oh, but like, we're like, we're in the middle of like Central Park. Like you're not able to like, we don't have like a shower or like anything to like clean this off. He was like, I know, like, we'll figure it out. Because when you're just in the middle of it, you're like, I don't fucking care. Just do it. And that was where his head was at. So I was like, sure. So I did it again on his dick and fully just went everywhere. And I was like, oh, my God. I didn't know what I felt. I didn't feel turned on. But I know that, like, he did. And I was like, okay, this is, like, really weird. But I kind of just thought he wanted me to do it like once or twice to kind of like really get him there and then he'd finish. But he kept wanting me to do it. And I Mm -hmm. just couldn't. I had to tap out and just like give him a regular like blowjob until he finished. But he fully like praised me after and was like, no one has ever fulfilled that fantasy of mine. Like, (laughs) oh my God. Like Taylor Weissman always up for the challenge. (laughs) No, dear God. But he was like, what did you think of that? And I was like, I'm glad I tried it because I feel like I never knew what my limit was, but I feel like that is actually my limit. Like not that cold-blooded, not that I couldn't, but he wasn't like hurt or embarrassed because he knew he was like, that's fine. Like, that's okay. Like we don't all have the same kinks or limits, but I was like, I'm glad I tried it, but I couldn't do it again. And he fully was like, you're a trooper. <laughs> and, <laughs> Pat and, on the back. <laughs> and before this, we're like trying to make small talk, like trying to get to know each other. And I talked yeah. to him about my podcast. And after we did it, he was like, are you going to put this on your podcast? I was like, do you want me to put it on my podcast? Here it is, baby. And he was like, he was hesitant. I was like, I would like never use your name. Like no one would fucking ever know. He's like, yeah, maybe if you feel like it. So here it is, Costa Rica man. <laughs> here it is. And then I think what happened after is we were going to meet up like the couple days after and I didn't want to. And then he ghosted me. And now I don't know where he is. Wait, what was the direct aftermath of it? Like, I know you said you don't want to do it again, but like, is that what you talked about right after? Like, was the conversation after so awkward? And like, was your mouth just gross? Like, did you like kiss him again? No, I didn't kiss him again. It was gross, but I, we like went up to a hot dog stand and like got a water. <laughs> and like, I literally oh. washed my mouth out. It was really weird. And was his dick just gross, like in his pants? I guess so. Oh, I would feel yeah. like, yeah, I need to shower and like right. see you later. <laughs> right. I mean, yeah, we left like right after. We didn't like go shopping or whatever. Like, <laughs> you, ew. But 
I don't fucking know this guy. I fully knew I was <sighs> never going to see him again. So I didn't really care. That is a great point. Okay, I'm probably so annoying for this, but like I love a debriefing of like what just happened. We <laughs> like, love debriefing everything. I was gonna say, like, Taylor and I, as you guys know, like this podcast is literally an example of it. Like after our nights out, we love like full analysis of like our every move and like yeah. reflecting on our fuck-ups and like our good times and whatever. And I kind of feel like the same for sex. Like, not that I want to do like a full like thesis on it, but right. I love to like at least come comment on what just happened not just be like forget not or like be, pretend oh okay like right whatever like I like to be like oh that part was really good or like well I was like different but that like let's do it again or whatever like I love a little commentary on it so you know for next time right and sometimes like when it is just like regular sex when you're not throwing up on a dick um <laughs> on purpose um even when like, I feel like a lot of guys in my experience don't talk about it. They are just yeah. like done and disgusted with you and you're just like, whatever. But like, I don't want to be awkward. So I just say like, oh, like that was like really hot. Like that was really good. And it's usually like yeah. awkward when once I say you know something because they don't respond. I'm like, do you have yeah. a brain? No, they can, guys can fuck off with the whole like, oh, post not clarity thing. Like, oh, get the fuck out of everywhere. Here. Like shut the fuck off I'm like you don't so have more than that. five brain cells so how could you possibly have post not clarity <laughs> go fuck yourself exactly and also like that's so such a rude like way of putting it like oh clarity that like what now you can't look at me like am i just disgusting that like you just right then like, me? like how me. was i hot before you had sex with me and now i'm not that makes no sense to me do you know what <laughs> i mean like <laughs> yes if you're being like picked out in a bar and you go home with somebody like why did you pick me out if you thought i was hot and then after you orgasm and fucking fuck me and now i'm not oh they can fuck off i, I literally <laughs> literally literally love <laughs> so last question from my submissions is a kink that i've never admitted like and I, they asked yeah they asked oh, us fuck. to say a kink that they've never admitted all right go for it tay i <laughs> well I don't know because I fully thought I had an answer a few weeks ago and now I don't even know what I thought about because I feel like I'm pretty open about everything. Yeah, like admitted to who? Like, you know mine. <laughs> right. I guess like admitted to like nobody. I probably have talked about this with you in like some form. I feel like it like sounds so fucked, okay? Like how I'm going to word it because there's no good way to word it. It's fine. Like, but I would only do this, like, I somewhat do it with my boyfriend now, but, like, if we ever broke up and, like, I was single again, I wouldn't do this with someone that's, like, a one-night stand or, like, part of me. Not all the time, but likes kind of when you're, like, not supposed to be doing it and you're, like, almost saying no, but then it's still happening. Oh, okay. No, I know. <laughs> no, I know. I'm like, that yeah. sounds fucked because it's, like, yeah, obviously, you don't have to explain why it sounds fun. No, and yeah. like again, like I'm only doing this with my boyfriend, and we actually do have like a safe word because if I'm saying no while we're having sex, sometimes that is part of like the whole fantasy that's going on. Like, oh no, don't do that. Right. Like, I actually want him to do it. Right. Yeah. So then, like, it can get confusing. But then if I like say the safe word, then it's actually over. 
Right. That's, that's good. I feel like that's, thank you for saying that, but also like (laughs) a whole other topic of like safe words. I feel like I forget that that's a thing Yeah. because I don't, how, how many times in this episode am I going to say that I don't have a fucking boyfriend in a long-term well i feel like saying it over and over but i feel like i have to because it's a thing of like i'm saying oh i'm doing all this stuff but it's only because of the level of comfort like if i was like meeting someone in central park like yourself like i wouldn't even do what you did because i'd be like oh i'm like scared like i don't like i don't know how this is gonna go i don't know whatever so right so like it's kind of like impossible to have some sort of safe word with someone that you like just met but like i feel like that is maybe like something to do as like a ground rule for you know, yeah, if, if you're going to do something out there. Right. But uh, yeah, what's yours type? Please share. <laughs> um, so I did think of one and I have never told anybody this. Um, and I've also watched this kind of porn. I've like said that I love like silver foxes, like older men where like they're hot and like they, like I was in the gym today. Sometimes I'm like the one location, I'm literally the only girl there ever. So sometimes I, you know, just scope it out. And I like saw a silver fox and I was like, you are fully hotter than everybody here combined. I've watched sex with like older guys and like younger women. Mm. I think I would fully let like a 45, 50, 55 year old hot ass grown man fuck me up. Fuck me I up. Think I, yeah, I think if I was single, I would too. That's the other thing I was thinking about on the stupid plane. Not, I was just horned up on the plane, but... Not the plane. Not ecology class. <laughs> I know. Like, literally the worst places. Wait, I'm pulling up this one guy and then I will share the name because on the plane... Is he a porn star? No. That, that's oh. why it's bad. On the plane, I was watching Friends. I know, so random. But there's this one actor I'm obsessed with. He was he was also in, like, the first season of New Girl. And he's, like, a silver fox. And I think he's one of the hottest people I've ever fucking seen. And I think he's got to be in his late 50s. Anyways, the point to that is I was watching him on the Friends episode. And I just got so fucking horny from watching him. And I was like, wow, I wish he was here in my face. Literally, I think older men hot older men like you have to have like i feel like full gray hair is so hot silver gray hair of course he has the fucking worst name ever okay, okay. his name is derma mulroney i know it's a gross name <laughs> but he is 58 years old and i think he's like one of the hottest people i've ever seen in my fucking life that's amazing please send me what he looks like i don't maybe i'll <gasps> Do you know this oh actor? God. No, I don't, but he kind of looks like Dr. Oz, and Dr. Oz can <laughs> fucking get it. Literally uh, 58. That is so hot. But no, so, yeah. I'm right there with you, Tay. Like, I, I would have sex with somebody of that age, not even for money. Like, money's a plus, but usually, like, if they're doing it for money, like, they're kind of gross. But I feel like if, oh, if they're, like, married too, hot. So I want to talk about romantic sex versus, like, rough sex. Because I feel like you probably have rough sex. And even though I'm in a relationship, I have rough sex. Like, I literally couldn't remember the time I had, like, fully romantic sex. I also just want to talk about it because I feel like everyone these days just talks about rough sex and that's what's cool and stuff. But I feel like there is something, even if it's not in a relationship, just having, like, passionate sex of like you're in the moment and it's like slow is kind of like what I'm getting at. So I do love it, but you're right. I don't really have it. 
And in my situation of being single, like dating multiple people, having sex with multiple people, if like I am having sex with someone and it kind of like lasts a while and we kind of go back and forth in between like something super rough, but then something kind of like slower and more intimate and more loving, it kind of fucks me up because I'm like, you're not supposed to be acting like this. Like we don't like each other. We're just having sex. Like we're just a body to each other. Like there's Mm -hmm. nothing attached to it. So I want to say like, I love when that happens, but sometimes in my situation, when it does happen, I'm like, why did you just like kiss my forehead and start like going slow? Like it Mm -hmm. kind of emotionally like tears at my heart and makes me confused. Mm. Sometimes, I mean, like internally I read into it. I don't ever like say anything. So it's kind of like a bit weird. I feel like for people who are single, because it does happen with like single people people and hooking up but it kind of sends mixed signals and so I think that's why it's not preferred and not as popular with like hookups but I see it's kind of so weird because when I did have my boyfriend and I would do that it was probably great in the moment but looking back I'm like ew like I don't I don't feel anything for him anymore like he's really disgusting to me so like I can't even feel like I can't reflect on that and be like yes I love slow passionate sex yeah I haven't really had it with someone that's like, yes. Yeah, I know. I'm just trying to think like in your position, if there's ever been a time where like, even if you knew, oh, this is probably just going to be this one night. I don't know. I feel like it's just in movies and that's still the like fucking romantic in me. But like, I'm just like trying to envision this scenario of like, yeah, we're only with each other for the night. But, like, I'm so, like, into the person, like, you are. And, like, let's just have fun. I don't want to say make love because that's just, like, a fucking weird term to me. Yeah. But, like, let's like, just like, get- explore each other's body because you're just, like, Connect. so, like, yeah, you're so, like, wrapped up and, like, you truly think they're, like, beautiful. Like, I don't know. Like, and I, that doesn't mean, like, missionary. Like, romantic yeah. sex doesn't mean boring yeah and I think that's the misconception because I love a good slow like kiss on the lips and then like leading down to like eating me out like that's still fun but it's Hmm. it's more romantic like it's more like oh I'm paying attention to what I'm doing like it's like all your movements are intentional not just like oh let's fuck like really quickly so we can like get to it Well, I think that's what it is. I think it's intention and connection. It's not always about like the pace or like the position because I think it completely changes the the vibe and the energy if I'm getting just like railed from the back in doggy with them like grabbing my hips and my ass versus if they have like one arm like around my whole torso and Mm -hmm. the other one like around my lower stomach like not fucking me but like pulling me into them like that's a whole those are two different like situations one is like rough sex and the other is more passionate and intimate and with like cause and like passion yes yeah okay this goes into my very last question what is something underrated about sex that makes that time like the best and one of the things I was thinking about it just reminded me of is like strong hands and I guess that like goes 
on to like intentional placements like on your hips or like pulling you in like feeling like their hands are there for a reason and like they love what they're feeling yeah like I have you and like I'm not letting you go yeah and then the other thing I have that I feel like makes sex good is when the transitions are effortless and it's not like a stop and start of like okay what position do you want to do next like awkward shuffling between like positions are like oh like is this okay or whatever like when you just flip someone around and like get into it or like take charge and like that kind of just goes along with being confident to like do so but Mm -hmm. I feel like that's what makes it good when there's no like questions of like what should we do next or like whatever I agree like you don't even if it's like new if it's new person you don't need to stop after something ask if you want to do it and then do it Mm -hmm. now that's not to say like do something crazy without consent but like I don't think you need to be like stopping and asking to like flip the girl over vice versa or whatever or you know to stop sex and like start doing oral like I don't think like that needs to be communicated um Mm -hmm. whatever like happens happens and like they will like you'll know if that person is enjoying it or if you don't know like again comes down to communication I think like in addition to those because I love the hand placement thing like that the intention behind that like actually sends me like sometimes when I realize like because sometimes I don't realize it's changed or like their hand placement has changed but like I was giving a blowjob to someone and they were like and like my arms were kind of like above like grabbing the bed sheets or like grabbing their arm but they were like caressing their like thumb on my forearm and it was like and it was like letting me know that like yeah like I like this because like it was a situation where we had to like be quiet we couldn't really be loud so like like that yes do that I think another thing that kind of makes sense and it comes down to the basics is literally like just going back to kissing and making out. I know it is just the first thing that you start with when you start to have sex, but if you are just having sex, pounding someone, riding someone, whatever, for the entire time, and there's no sort of like back to the basics of like, or like any sort of break of like, okay, like, let me kiss you now. And then I'm also thinking of my second point of eye contact holy fuck it's not and I don't mean eye contact like where you're seducing somebody or giving them fuck me eyes but just looking at them once in a while because I feel like sometimes as someone who does just like hook up with people being single sometimes I do feel like out of my body and kind of like a robot where I don't right. feel like it's me and another person. I just feel like it's just kind of like happening. And so I think like yeah. going back to the basics of like eye contact and like kissing me and like doing that is kind of like really nice because fuck you. If you are a man and you will not kiss the girl after she sucks your dick, if he doesn't want to like taste his own dick because you just sucked it, like that's yeah that's ridiculous Throw a fucking pair you're about to be inside me like fuck off right like side note but like no that is such a good point and i know earlier we were like put in the work do multiple things at once like you should still do that but what taylor just said is such a good point taylor said caressing her arm like with your thumb and kissing like that are so simple but that means so much and like what i was saying of just like strong hands like on the girl's hips like those 
are things any person can do. It doesn't matter your skill level. It doesn't fucking matter if it's you're in a relationship or it's a one night stand. Like anyone can do those things right. and it makes it feel intentional and like like you are aware that you're there. Like Taylor said, you don't want anyone to feel like you're just a body. Like it makes you feel like, yep, I'm still here in the moment and I'm enjoying this. Right. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> that wraps up another episode. I don't think we need a conclusion. I just nope. think we all should go masturbate and get nice and horned up. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Go masturbate to our other flawless 21 episodes out <laughs> there. Get or your sh- audio <laughs> kinks rolling, like Hannah said. Listen to the pod, <laughs> flick the bean, yeah. whatever you Master- gotta do. <laughs> okay, please leave us a review. I'm not even going into that because I always do and I'm over it. But <laughs> Follow you- us on Instagram. Yes, that's what you should really do if you missed it. That's how we will participate in this episode and we'll do things like this again. So you don't want to miss it. So follow us at Authorized Antics. And with that, we will see you Tuesday.